You are listening to The Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for the American church and its leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Today, episode 48, The Last Story Time. Now here are your hosts, Chet and Tony. Yeah, that's right. That's right, listeners. You heard it. You heard it here. The last story time. This is going to be the last story for for a while. I'm sure we have more stories. In fact, I told Brandon, I told you about it earlier today. I said this is this is the last story time, and and you were a doubter. You're like, yeah. You didn't think we. You thought we well, guys have been in ministry combined for almost a century. Well, I know. <laughs> okay, I exaggerated, but is that true? <laughs> No, no, not a well, if you century. start like college, yeah. I mean, you do some ministry when you're in college, at least, yeah. at least a decade, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, a few decades, actually. okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, no, that was that was my about a th- century, a thousand years, yeah. I meant decade, I'm sorry, it's 100 years, <laughs> Is it? so I was right, I was right, century, which one's a thousand years, millennium. Not a millennium, yeah. a century. I think a century. A mill- yeah. Millennium yeah. is a anyway. thousand years. A century. Okay. <laughs> I know. You, I you, promise. <laughs> I know numbers. <laughs> were you homeschooled? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, we just lost like half of our listeners. Exactly right. We're, exactly. Down, we're down to three. That's right. <laughs> Cut them in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be the last story time for a while because I, I thought we were starting to kind of, you know, kind of reach for stories, and mm-hmm. uh, today may not be the exception <laughs> to that. Okay, you may, we'll di- we'll demonstrate it one more time. Yeah. Um, and, and we can, like you said, we could probably come yeah. up with more stories in the future, but we're, we're going to take a little bit of a break from yeah. it. And I'll talk about what we're going to replace it with here. Good. In just just a, a bit. Once we di- once we say it's the last episode of stories, then yeah. we'll have all kinds of stories. But yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So so. Well, hey, I'm going to share a little story that happened to me. I'm going to go way back. Okay, I'm I'm going back to youth choir days. Wow. And there, and I guarantee you, there are people listening right now that have no clue what we're talking about when we talk about a youth choir, right? Because because it was the thing back in the day, man. Yeah. We're talking like nineteen seventy seven, seventy eight, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And uh, it was it was all the rage. You 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 went to youth group on a Wednesday night, and one of the things that uh, you, that you did is they would put together. Uh, a youth choir because because the adult choir remember those days where the yeah. choir sang like every Sunday mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and did your did your choir sing on Sunday night as well oh yeah 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 it was a big deal and they'd have you know somebody have a solo with the choir and it was a big deal oh yeah the latest song that, yeah and they yeah. wear the robes robes yeah oh they got all we, the we all had the robes. wine colored robes with like wine. these white collar things on them really. Okay, that's kind of spiritual. Ours were Red. ours were blue and gold. Okay, so we kind of had like the the UCLA thing going on. I think something <laughs> like that. Okay, you know. Uh, so the choir would always file in at the beginning, and then the thing that you I even knew as a kid was that pastor was going to ask the congregation to stand as the choir was dismissed, and we were always going to sing one more chorus. Okay, and we'd sing that chorus long enough that they could go out, out. and they could take take their put their, hang up their robes, and they could come back into the sanctuary and get down the aisles, you know, 
uh, while everyone was still standing. And, and you could you could tell that you had had this calling as a pastor because you figured that all out. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all knew, you know. Tell me we're not creatures of habit. Come on, right. you know what I'm saying? So right. it's just how you did it and everything. So, but we had a youth choir. We did not wear robes. Okay, mm-hmm. we. Uh, but it, and we sang contemporary things, right? Oh, the, you know, those kind of mm-hmm. kind of rock and roll kind things. Stretching so. the yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, then we had a youth band that would play a couple of numbers, you know. And they were kind of the cool kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, you put this youth choir together, and then the highlight was that you would take the church bus, and the youth pastor put together a tour, right? And so we would go. We'd go, I don't know, from Indianapolis down to, I think the farther south we went was like Atlanta, okay? Mm -hmm. And we'd play churches along the way and maybe throw a trip into Six Flags or something like Mm -hmm. that in the middle of it or something like that. A lot of fun, right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun, you know, because you were with your friends Mm -hmm. and uh, you you were on the bus and stuff. We had a... There was a hazing kind of ritual with the with the first timers, okay, mm-hmm. on the and that's a we don't want to talk about that. Okay, so <laughs> that's a scar in my life that I've been formed with. Okay. So, but but um uh my story is that we were uh, we were on this choir tour and we were about four nights into it, five nights into this tour of of, of doing this these concerts and leading these services. And, 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 it, and it was ministry, right? I mean, yeah, it for, was. For you, it was an outlet to do ministry. Yeah, it was an yep. outlet to do ministry. Mm-hmm. It was ministering to churches. Okay, so <laughs> it was shipped in one, you know, ministering to the fish in the aquarium. Right. Um, and so, right. uh, but we uh, we were down in Atlanta, right? Or and uh, my my youth pastor tells the story that he had called. Uh, I'm, I'll make it up. Okay, mm-hmm. he had called Grace Church. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, there was a, a you know one of the denominational churches that we were part of. Uh, there was Grace Church. It could have been Hope Church. Could have been sure. you know whatever. Okay, um, but it was this generic name, right? And he called these guys and he talked to the pastor and said, "Hey, we're going to be coming through, and could we do a Thursday night thing for the church? And you know, would you invite the youth and and we'd love to do this for you." Blah 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 blah. And the guy says, "That'd be great. Bring it on." Okay. So he gets the address, and and so you know we do all these these nights in a row. We get to Atlanta, and the bus finds its way to this church, and it, it's not an assembly's church. <laughs> it's not. We, it's not your flavor, right? It's not our flavor. It's not our denomination. Okay, we pull in, and it's like Grace Church, but it's it's like a. A Baptist church. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was. Could have been anything else. It sure. was just a different denomination. Like right. you say, not our flavor, right? right. Which was a bigger deal uh, in the ni- 1970s. Absolutely. Than it would be today, right? <laughs> yeah. So my youth pastor's flipping out. He's like, wow, you know, what do we do? And he gets off the bus, goes in and meets with the guy and says, hey, you know, we're here, but we th- we've got a mix up here. We thought you were a different church. And this guy's like, ah, it doesn't matter. Come on, come on. You know, we're, we're expecting this. It's going to be great. And he says, well, you know, we have, we have drums. Now, I, today, <laughs> to say that to anybody today, they would be right. like, what? So what? You know, I mean, I, if you said we didn't have drums, it would be a bigger the deal. Church, the church I grew up in, right? well, that would have been a big deal. 
So that 10 had, years ago. That five, we had drums? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. So even saying that today to some churches, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, true. You're it's right. true. It's yeah. true. So, yeah, we had, we had drums, and the guy's like, all right. And he says, well, we've got an, we've got an electric guitar player, you know? And he's like, sounds good, you know? <laughs> and And so we were like, he came back on the bus and looks at us and he says, they, they still want us to, us to do our thing. Okay. And so we're, we're going to, we're going to have service. I'm not making this up now. It sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm not. Okay. Um, so we have service and it's just one of those moments. And Tony, I know that you know these things. Okay. Um, uh, cause we share some, some, uh, cross pollination there of mm-hmm. some of our past, it was one of those nights. I think there were more people in the youth choir, okay, than there were in the congregation. All right. I, I remember that. It was a small place. But there was something that just happened that was just absolutely electric. That's wow. the only way to really describe it to some people that may not understand mm-hmm. kind of what I'm talking about. It was like... Uh, palatable in the place it was it was electric and and we would just say the holy spirit fell okay mm-hmm. uh there was a move of god and uh it was in the congregation it was among the the kids in the youth choir and it was just uh it was a spiritual blessing but at the same time um it was just out of control <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It was just out of control. It, we could never have manufactured it. Mm-hmm. We did not manipulate it. We did not even expect it. It wasn't like, oh, we sure. exercised our faith and this thing happened. So uh-huh. It wasn't even that. It was just a sovereign move on that particular wow. night, and it was off the chart. You know, mm-hmm. they literally now. I, I don't know how I feel about this today. Sixty years old, all this time, all these years later, I'm not sure mm-hmm. how I feel about. It, but at, now they actually they carried a few kids <laughs> to the bus. Wow, that, you know yeah. that were just they were just gone, yeah. and and it was it was amazing. I guess yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the circumstances came together where those people and the people in that. Uh, the kids in the in the youth group and choir and things like that, they needed a demonstration mm-hmm. uh, of of God's power, and God chose to do that, and it was really really cool. Yeah, and you know it's amazing. God shows up when we kind of least expect it. Absolutely. You know, it's just, uh, and you know, young people are radical. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so, and yeah. so, you know, and yeah. you and I, we we could excuse well this or this happened, but at the All end right. of the day. We we'd all rather them do that than some of the problems that are in our world. Oh yeah, they, you know what I mean. Yeah, a little yeah. stream for Jesus is not today. Today I would get in my analytical way and I'd start uh, thinking about is this honoring of God and is it this and then blah 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 yeah. blah. Like you said, the but but um, there's a whole lot of things that kids can get into that if I'm going to err, if I'm going to err mm-hmm. uh, in the extreme on something. It's it's going to be on on the presence or in the touch of God, right? Than it is on something else. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and, that, and that's kind of etched in your memory that it night. Is. It is. As you talk about it, I can tell. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you know, I I will never forget it. Never yeah. forget it. 
Hey listeners, producer Brandon here. Let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors. Eight out of 10 people who attend church do not participate in any sort of discipleship process. No small groups, no women's Bible study, no home cell or coffee meetups at all. Well, that's not our church, you might say, but even if it's 50%, the message is that our present attempts at engaging people around spiritually formative topics is not working. What would happen if you could create small groups of people focused on issues of practical importance and conduct those groups at a time and an interval that best suits everyone involved? Well, it's possible. Introducing Valor, a personal development strategy that addresses the discipleship from a new perspective. Email chet at decisionmentoring.com today to receive more information. And now back to Chet and Tony. So what are you, what, what's your story? Man? So, so uh, you, to, you told me beforehand that you were going to share a story from when you were a young person. Yeah. So, uh, and, and by the way, there's a ton of stories that when you're young that you could share. I, I recently, uh, I was preaching, and I used this, and it's, it's fresh in my mind. So and it's not funny, except I was kind of a funny kid, so maybe it's funny <laughs> because of that reason. But, okay. but uh, I had... Uh, I had long hair at one time. Now, many people don't believe that because of, of the length of my hair today. It's but, a faith expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. But I had long hair and, you know, down to my shoulders at one point. And, uh, and I was going to youth camp. I, I never went, never went, never went. And then it's like the last time I could go, like as far as my age, I thought, well, I'm going to go. So, you did, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to go. Got all the stuff ready to go. Uh, we're going to leave on a Monday morning early, like I don't know what time it was, and, and get there. And uh, so Sunday night, um, the guy that was working with the youth, he wanted to meet with everybody. I'm sorry, it was Sunday afternoon, right after the, right after the service, youth camp meeting. So we're in a room, there's about 15, 20 of us or so, I don't know, 20 of us in the room. And uh, and, and I just say this, that, that the hair thing was important to him because my dad was old school and he always wanted a short haircut. Where, yeah. your head, where your head looked like a cab with the doors open, your ears yeah. sticking out. Yeah. So I finally convinced him where I could have longer hair. And so, and it got a little longer, a little longer, you know. And so, so I'm there and I'm in a meeting with all the kids going to camp. And uh, the guy gets up in front and he says, Okay, just want everybody to know I'm not taking any boys with long hair to camp. That's what he said. And I'm sitting there. He really said that. Oh, my, said that. Oh, my God. So, so, so here I am. And, and, and 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 by the way, I wasn't like rebellious with it, but I really like. I was glad I had it, you know, whatever, you know. I'm looking around, I'm thinking, well, there ain't nobody else here. There's no other guy with long hair in the whole room. That I'm, would, that I'm would the be only me. one, and I know that. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, I remember thinking this at 17. I'm thinking, and everybody else in the whole room knows I'm the only one right. with long hair. Right. So he's he's singled me out in the middle of this yeah. room, and and. Yeah, so you know, you got that kind of thing where, and I didn't always get things right, but I could have just been mad and said, "I'm not going." Yeah. Da 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 da, and and got really mad. But that day, I went out and got a haircut, and uh, and I went to youth camp. And I don't know, first day, second day, third day, whatever. It was just I was there. I was enjoying it. You're around kids your age. Yeah, and it's you, fun. I I think you know now speaking to this from from the age I am, being a youth pastor years ago and all that. About any youth camp you go to, you get kids there, it's going to be a good time. And like what you said, they're going to pursue Jesus and maybe be a little radical, but, yeah. you know, hey, it's a good thing. 
So I went, and on that Friday night, because I was going to church, I was praying. I really wasn't to say I had a uh, an on-fire, vibrant experience. I, I just went to church because I knew that was the right to do, right thing to do, and I, you know, and I prayed before I went to sleep at night, like, God, forgive me all my sins or whatever. <laughs> but that night, the guy preached this, like, kind of like, in your face message. Yeah. It was it, his title was when the lights go out on the road to hell. Oh my. <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. so that night. And what year what year what year would this have been? So I'm a lot younger than you, so Yo, you're five years younger than me. Whatever. <laughs> I think it was okay. eighty four. Okay. Eighty four. Right. August eighty four. <laughs> and uh and so then I went forward. I think so. So the 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 end of the message, all the lights are out. This is kind of the way it goes. All the lights are out, and he plays the taps like on his on this trumpet. Oh my goodness! Then he flips the light on. If you don't know if you're right, you better get the altar. So like everybody goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nobody not going yeah. right. Even yeah. the kid that's holding out till last night, he goes. He scared the hell out of everybody. That's go it. ahead. Exactly. Yes. All right. Exactly. Yeah. So so I go up there and like I told God that night, hey. Because I knew I knew that I was called to do this, not podcast, but to to preach, you know, to 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 step into this thing, and and uh, I said to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to follow you in this. I'm, I surrendered totally. That night marked it was a trajectory that I got on that brought me to the place I am today. Mm. Now I'm not saying God wouldn't have did it some other way. And I thought, well, if I'd have got offended at that guy, and not that I didn't get offended at people on that night or that day, I got it right. But if I'd have got offended, I wouldn't even let, I would never have went. Yeah, that's true. You know, I never would have ended there and it would have messed me up. Yeah. And then the guy that did that ended up becoming a very good friend of mine. And like to this day, if we're sitting here, I would tell him, you did that wrong. You should just pull me aside and say, get your haircut, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. but he did it wrong. But yet, even in that guy kind of worked it out. And, and then, you know, looking back, it's just hair. Yeah. Which yeah. I would love to have today. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have. But but it, it was the kind of thing that I could have made a decision to get offended, to get upset about it. I could have said, well, if that's the way church is, I'll never go back. I could have did all that stuff. But I ended up in a right spot. And sometimes as young people, you know, we, we look back and we know, hey, it was that event. It was that thing that changed my life. And a lot of things could have cause us to miss that. I think it says a tremendous a, a tremendous uh, uh, message about who you are though, Tony. I mean, uh, the fact that you went and got your hair cut. Now, now now granted, we weren't as brash and probably weren't as confident uh, uh, in ourselves, you know we, I don't know maybe, maybe I don't know. I, you know, but but I think it says a lot about you, okay? That you you went and got your hair cut and then didn't didn't hold that against that guy, you know? Because it is kind of a big deal. That's that was your today. It's all about individuality, mm. and that was an assault on you as an as an individual. You're telling me I don't measure up because of the length of my hair. What is up with that? You know, today yeah. it's. 
sounds crazy, but you chose not to get offended at that. That was your choice. I think that says a lot, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's something we can take away. My, my dad, (laughs) who was a high school teacher. Okay. Uh Big guy. Um, and certainly not a hippie. Okay. Mm -hmm. In any way, shape or form. Sure. My dad was, uh, uh, radically saved. Um, my dad had no desire for anything about church whatsoever until he met uh, three hippies out of Anderson, Indiana, uh, out of the college up there. And they had hair down to their shoulders and beyond. And they never did cut it. Okay. Right. That was like, you know what? If they were the Well, they Jews. never did meet that guy. Yeah. They didn't meet that guy, you know? And they were part of this Jesus people movement. Uh-huh. And and it was a kind of a hippie movement. But my dad could not, although he didn't, you know, like the hair or whatever, right. or the, you know, the loud clothes or the bell bottom jeans or whatever that might have been. Sure. Uh, he couldn't deny that they had something that he did not possess. That's powerful. And, wow. and he saw that and that, that's what, uh, that's what turned his life around. So, wow. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. And then I learned, and then, um, I learned somewhere, it was on the podcast that you told me that you have three middle names. <laughs> Or two middle names, yeah. <laughs> no, you and got a, three, don't you? One got, of them's a two-parter? Yeah, well, I've got... <laughs> it's Anthony David Markell. Anthony <laughs> David Markell. Smith. Smith, yeah, exactly. Very unique, followed by pretty generic. Yeah, yeah, you know, so that's awesome. Yeah. I just, you've, I've never met anybody with that many middle names. Okay, so... And I had no idea that you had long hair, you know, so... It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's funny how these things work out. Some people won't believe it unless they see the picture. But well, yeah. I know you're going to miss. I know you're going to miss all of the insight that we provide through these <laughs> deep stories that we have shared over almost a year now. Um, but we're going to transition a little bit. We're going to put the stories on hiatus. I am positive that they will come back sure. because we have truly enjoyed the reminiscing and and yeah. talking and this kind of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, but. I said, you and I had a conversation the other day. I said, Tony, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do with that segment? It's a once a month segment. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a little change of pace. Uh, feels like it's kind of coming to a close a little bit now. What are we gonna do? And you mentioned um, some kind of social justice, kind of cultural mm-hmm. issues that we're walking through, and I thought that's interesting. That's real interesting. I mean, cultural issues, and and here's the here's the here's kind of the caveat that I wrote yesterday. Okay, what are the things? List the things here that the church pretty much doesn't say much about at all. Yeah, it's silent on. Yeah, right? yeah. What is the church kind of silent on? Unsure of how to address, afraid to get into these mm-hmm. issues. What are those things? And I started listing them, right? And I came up, uh, well, my list has 28, <laughs> 28 items that uh, we're kind of, we're intimidated mm-hmm. many times to talk about. Yeah. And, and we know that many times you're going to, people are going to pick sides. And oh, you're, yeah. You're going to step into that. And now you, 
one or the other is not going to like you. If, if or maybe both are going to be upset with you. Yeah. Because you know, so why meddle with it? Yeah. And yet, engaging culture is so important because we're to be salt and light. Well, hey, uh, we we live in this world, but we're not of this world. Right. Well, it the, the cultural uh, uh, connection there is that first part of that verse. We do live in this world. In this what world. does it mean to live? Mm-hmm. You know, to function within this world. Right. Well, my home is not here. Yeah, it is right now. Yeah. Okay, you know, for however many years, right. it is right now. And yeah. and so, what does it mean to live out our faith mm-hmm. in this context yeah. today? You yeah. know, so I mean, I'll list a few of them just for for people. Okay, just to, I mean, they're just they're all across the board. Okay, so how does the church address the poor and homeless? You know what do we, what do we, uh, what do we do about racism? What do we do about mm-hmm. gender? How how do we feel about immigration and refugees? What do we do with wow. stereotyping? What do you do about the military and and war? Mm-hmm. And that one hits home for me. My son's in the military. Sure. Should you be in the military and and love Jesus? How, how do you, uh, uh, what about reparation? What about end of life issues? What about, oh, here's one we never talk about that we've just accepted. What about divorce? Oh, wow. Yeah. What about divorce? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. that was, we used to, that used to be a word that people said in hushed tones. They don't right. even say it in hushed tones anymore. Now mm-hmm. it's just kind of an accepted thing. And it's, there's a consequence to that. Right. Um, there's lots and lots more. Okay, what what about what's the definition of family today? Mm-hmm. You know, what do we do about sexuality? What do you, what do we do? We're going to talk in a couple of sessions about. You made a statement, a fairly long statement about uh, your understanding and and what Scripture has to say um, about the abortion issue, the Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. thing. And I'm gonna, we're going to talk about courage in a couple episodes. And what? And the primary question I'm going to kick that session off with is simply this. What gave you the courage or confidence to make that statement? And I really want to know. I want to know, did you weigh the consequences of what you were going to say? Did you think about the ramifications, what the ripples that might happen from that? The risk that you were taking in those kind of things. There's 28 of these, and and that is, if I if I listed them all, sure. First off, it'd be a little overwhelming and make mm-hmm. your head spin a little bit. But then you think about pastoring and sitting on that side of the desk today, in light of these 28 kind of very common issues that are in our culture, mm-hmm. and the church has to have. A response to them, right, right, and, and I think you know this time for leaders, this is going to give them some uh, a vantage point. Absolutely. So, so to deal with some of this, because yeah, and, and they're not going to agree with everything we say. Sure, right. Who, who in the world would agree with everything I've got to <laughs> yeah. say about this? We may know? not even so, agree about it. No, right? <laughs> uh-uh. Wait, and, and hopefully, in some ways, hopefully we don't, right. because the idea is we want to get on all kinds of sides of this. Mm-hmm. We want to take all perspectives into this and we will be better off in forming a, a, a godly response, a biblical viewpoint on these issues. Right. Cause if I only see it from one side, yeah. one angle, yeah, I, I lose a lot of people. Yeah. 
We're, we're, I, I just don't. I just think this, Tony. I think that neither one of us sitting here, we've been friends long enough, and we've done this thing long enough. I don't think either one of us is scared to uh, uh, to try to understand the other side. Right. Right. And so, there's so many, so many people that I think we we were even taught, okay, that to uh, to, to understand the other side is somehow to subject ourselves to, you know, disbelief or right. compromise. Compromise, yeah. And that compromise is a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. We've been taught that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's what we're going to do. This, this. Um, so, <laughs> we always kind of have fun and laughed a bit right. before. Yeah. I don't know there'll be as many yucks. Okay, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, I think we'll st- we'll, tr- we'll still find a way to have fun, you yeah. know. We'll always, we'll still share. A, hey, Tony, you know, we'll do that, and uh, but we'll get into some, some interesting topics. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. It's gonna be good. So, hey, man, appreciate your time. You as well. Appreciate you doing this, man. God bless everybody. Thank you for listening to the Resolute Podcast. If you want to check out the show notes from today's episode or want to learn more about joining a cohort, go to decisionmentoring.com. The Resolute Podcast is available every Thursday wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss new episodes. And finally, please consider rating us and sharing this episode to help grow the ministry of decision mentoring and the Resolute Podcast. Thanks. See you next week.